Welcome to Chucking a Sicky. This week, I can't go to work because I have to leave my hidden island home and my Queen Amazonian mother for the first time to fight in a, in a war that is supposedly meant to end all wars. I don't know. I'm kind of a big deal in the Amazonian community. No brag, but I'm sure I can finish this whole world war thing. I'm your host, Harry, and each episode, we invite a very special guest and go through their perfect day off. From the excuse they use to get off work to the song that sets the tone for the day, their favourite meal, and of course, their adventurous afternoon. A real-life Ferris Bueller's day off. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming up, from comedy superstars to bands, playwrights, actors, and hell, maybe even Queen Atlanta. But this week, we have the superstar, Susan Riddle. Susan is a Scottish stand-up comedian from Glasgow who recently performed her outstanding one-woman show, Wonder Woman, at Edinburgh Festival Fringe. And I, I have to say, the combination of straight stand-up with skits was a winning combination. It was a really, really fantastic show. If you haven't seen it yet, try and get tickets. You can follow Susan on the socials for all her upcoming gigs at Susan Riddle Comedian. I highly recommend as always, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, Chucking a Sicky. It really means a lot to us. But for now, pull out that thermometer and get ready to call your boss because it's time for Chucking a Sicky. <coughs> Susan Riddle, thank you so much for coming on Chucking a Sicky. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I feel like this is the the podcast I've been waiting on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it's the perfect day for everyone. Just having a day where you can do honestly whatever you want. I love chucking a sickie. I might yeah. do it with my sh- I might do it tomorrow with my show. No, please don't. People people need to see your show. Wonder Woman, of course, we're recording this at the time of the fringe and, and you're very much near the end of it at this point yeah. uh, of your show, Wonder Woman. How's it been for you so far? Yeah, so there's a week left. Um, so it's been, I would say this year I never did enough previews. So the first like three shows, I was still trying to figure out what the hell... I was doing. Yeah, what was going um, on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then by then after that, uh, I, I've really been enjoying it. I've lo- I've been loving it because this is the first time I've ever had like, I, I usually just do straight stand up, but this is the first time mm. I've ever had uh, like film sketches and stuff in my show. Yeah. Which I'm loving. I'm actually think I'm not going to go back. <laughs> I'm not going back no, to straight stand up. Honestly, <laughs> it was such a good part of the show. Every time like the film came up, I was excited. I didn't know what was <laughs> happening next, but it was it was always great. Um, and obviously, you showed your your most famous video. Not to give too much away, but I think a lot of people have probably seen it by this point of the Turkish border as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. So I did like a a sketch for BBC Scotland and it was on TV and then they let me put it up online and it went mental. It's about like, yeah. Um, yeah, it went really viral. It's about like guys getting turkey teeth. I'll not give it away, but, uh, yeah. and I, but what actually happened was, uh, I got loads of followers, uh, after that went viral, but a lot of them were for Turkey, so. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna have to do a tour in Turkey, I think. Yeah, man, I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, I guess for you, before we even get into your perfect day off, how did you get into comedy? Because I know you've been writing for quite a while and this is your third fringe, um, but how did you end up doing the stand-up that you do today? Right, so I started off writing comedy, so I wrote, what it is, actually this is, Funny that you mention it because I didn't even. It's been. It was so long ago. Uh, yeah. I I went to Australia to Brisbane uh, to do like a study abroad 
yeah. uh, course. Uh, so I went there to do that. I went to do English. Um, and I, while I was there, there was like a creative writing like module thing that you could do. So okay. I was like, fuck it, I'll just do that. So you had to write the first chapter of a book. And I was like, right, okay, let's give this a go. And it was just like, everything I was writing was quite funny. And yeah. I was, so I was like, all oh, right, so I like writing comedy. And then the book got a wee bit of attention off of like publishers and stuff. And it never really went anywhere, but that was me kind of figuring out that I like to write comedy. Yeah. Uh, and then after the that, taste. I, uh, after, I thought I would just keep on writing, but I got into like a BBC writer's room thing where we had to make like short content, like sketches and mm. stuff. Um, and like, so I had never performed, but I had to like act in the sketches that I was writing because I couldn't afford to like pay people. Yeah, so, yeah too much for paid extras. <laughs> yeah. So then I started acting in the sketches. And then after that, I was like, well, fuck it. I might just do, might as well just yeah, try stand up. Because like yeah. you can make some money if you're like gigging and stuff. So it's just another yeah. string to your bow. Well, and your show was also sold out throughout uh, parts of the fringe as well, which was yeah. you know, not a not a bad time. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few good sold out days, which is nice because uh, it's always been harder. Like after this is my third yeah. show, so obviously the less known you are, you, you build up like your following. So I think I had like a a, a few regulars and stuff. And yeah, I it was great. it was nice to have sold out shows. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's. I mean, the fringe is just something else. Experiencing it for the first time was uh, overwhelming, first, to say the least. Is that the first time that you've been? Yeah, the first time yeah. that I've been to the fringe, and I, I, I knew there would be a lot of people. I knew there'd be a lot of shows. I did not expect what it was. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like it's it's very overwhelming. Uh, mm. Like even as a punter, even as just going there. Like yeah, yeah. not even putting on a show because there's just so much on and like there's so many good shows as well. Like yeah. you just you're like, what one will I go and see? And, and yeah, you run like, out of time. Yeah, man, it's it's I it's I mean I this is probably the first year that I've made an effort to go and see people's shows. So I've saw like ten or eleven shows this year. Yeah, that's a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. So, but. I and every show I've seen is has been really good. Yeah, so I'm like, I've not I've not seen a bad show yet. Yeah, so. that's pretty lucky. It's some, sometimes <laughs> it can be a bit hit and miss, but most of the time it's great. <laughs> you mentioned something very briefly about you being in Australia. I know that also in 2014 you wrote an article about Australia about Melbourne's weather. Of oh my all god! Things. I, I don't know if you remember that. I d- I d- I was, no, I didn't. I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About I was four seasons in one day, and you were upset because it wasn't wasn't nice weather. I swear, if you come back, we will make it nicer for you. I promise. <laughs> you are you Melbourne based? Yeah. I'm I'm Sydney based. You're Sydney. I loved Sydney. Okay. Yeah. I- I preferred Sydney to Melbourne. I know that's not a popular opinion. Ah, uh, look, popular with me. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I just found I found Melbourne a wee bit too hipstery for my liking. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And S- Sydney, I guess, has the benefit of all the beaches and a uh, bit of a different culture to to Melbourne in some ways. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like, although I loved Brisbane as well. I stayed in Brisbane, um, and I liked how that felt quite small compared mm. to. I think if I'd have went 
to Sydney to study, I would have been like, oh, because it's so big. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I'm, Brisbane's a bit different. Uh, did you go to Bortitude Valley, the main area in, in Brisbane? I don't know. I was in, um, I was studying at a place called Q, what was it called? QU? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Queensland Uni. Or I'm yeah. sure at some point you might have you might have frequented Fortitude Valley. I think it's like the most popular strip of uh, like clubs and bars. Oh, in, yeah, I did go there. I yeah, did. I did go there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, so it's like the kind of like party bit. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah, the I hub. did <laughs> a couple of times. But when I went there, I was like 27. So like, mm. I think I was at about 27. So I was kind of like, already all partied out yeah and i think you were probably about 10 years older than the people that normally go there so yeah i felt like a little bit old to be there (laughs) (laughs) well we do hope that that you do come to back to australia at some point uh maybe you'll get a a better a better view of melbourne as well but yeah i think i think i'd be fine with melbourne now i think i just do you know what it was i was fucking skint i had no money so yeah. big difference like, you need a yeah. you need a lot of money when you go to australia yeah <laughs> melbourne i think we all did cocktails and they were like 25 dollars or something and yeah. yeah i was like well that's 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 us for the night <laughs> yeah you're done <laughs> yeah it's very true i mean not that i would say edinburgh and glasgow are that much cheaper like the the pound yeah. over there absolutely kills australians when we, when we travel there yeah, well, I mean, things have changed, haven't they? So everywhere is expensive now, I feel. Yeah, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, look, speaking of expensive, we do have to start at a place where you probably didn't have that much money. The worst job that you've ever done. Um, <laughs> so starting off your perfect sick day, we have to get in the mindset. What has been the worst job that you've ever had to do? Right, and I actually know the answer because I've, I've had a lot of crappy jobs. Um, yeah. But the worst by far was when I was, I had to, I was a, like a perfume sprayer, like you spray the oh perfume. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in this place called House of Fraser's in Glasgow, so it's just like a big department store, and that, that was hands down the worst job I've ever done. What, what was so bad about it? I mean, besides, <laughs> I guess, the overwhelming sense. <laughs> well, listen, it was just the rejection like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just people don't want sprayed with perfume yeah like, yeah so that's fair you, i know i mean i'm like that as well and the only thing i can probably compare it to what, I, what i've seen during edinburgh fringe is like flyering like people can yeah. try to give you flyers right i can't do that like i can get on stage and die on mars in front of you like like anyone like that's fine I, that yeah. reje- <laughs> that type of rejection i can handle and i can handle having like scripts and stuff rejected but see that face-to-face rejection of like the flyering or like the perfume spraying like it makes me want to cry like I I want to start (laughs) crying I don't know what it is I'm I'm sensitive to that (laughs) oh I I don't know how people fly it it seems absolutely awful just like you're getting rejected I'd say upwards of a thousand times in one day like that is rough I know and do you know what I'd actually like to like force myself to do it because I feel like if you can handle that then you're you're golden yeah, like you can do anything <laughs> yeah it's but true. The, the the perfume spraying is like I'd say a similar kind of vibe as mm. in like you, you would see people walking towards you and then like trying to figure out how to like 
like not walk past you. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like chasing after them. <laughs> As if you ever going to fucking pepper spray them or something. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to make you smell nice. Perf- yeah. But I can understand that though. As someone that's like sensitive to smells, perfume can sometimes be very overwhelming. And yeah. I think the last thing when you want when you're going grocery shopping is to have yeah. 10 different perfumes all over you. I know. And like, by the way, I've never met so many people that say they had allergies, which was lies. Yeah. It was just lies. Yeah. <laughs> See, but that's, that's one thing with flyering. People can't say they're allergic to paper. I'm allergic so, to paper. You know, probably less of an excuse. I just, what I say now is, because I used to just take a flyer off of the flyers because mm. I felt so bad for them. Then I would feel bad because I'd have to like put it in the bin. Because I had no intentions of going. Which is worse. Yeah, Yeah, I know. So I was like, right, what I'll say is, I'll I'll just say, oh, I've been to see that. I've already been to see that. That was great. (laughs) See, that's smart. Then everyone feels good after. That's the way to play it. If only you had told me this before, I I think I would have had an easier time. Yeah, like if only people had said to me, oh, no, I've got that perfume. So it smells lovely. Yeah, (laughs) you just leave them leave them alone <laughs> and it wasn't only it wasn't only like the rejection part of it it was like like it was really we had like target sales targets as well oh yeah um, of course. and uh, i'm not a salesperson at all and the lassie that i was working with she was really good so she was just highlighting like my like <laughs> inability to sell to anything it. and i remember yeah. what once my mom my mom and my sister came in and I was like, please just go and buy some perfume. Just <laughs> they're like, yeah, no. So get your numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but this lassie, she was fucking she was brilliant. And I remember like one day her telling me that she had sold this guy like um <laughs> like uh, I think it was like three bottles or something, like one for his wife oh and like God. two for like the people he was having affairs with so that yeah. they all smelled oh, the same. <laughs> See, that is a smart salesperson. I would I never have thought of that in a million years. I know, I know. And I was like, that's terrible. That's disgusting, his poor wife. But I was like, fucking wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. I think there's just some people that are made for it. Like, you've oh. got to have a mind that works that way. Yeah, 100%. I actually don't think you can learn uh, no. like that it's just like something you've either got or you've not if you're a salesperson oh i used to do sales when i worked in retail and it's an acquired skill just to be able to interrupt someone's very like relaxing day to be like hey i know you're having a nice day but let me interrupt it with something that you don't really need (laughs) i'm too i've got too much of a conscience i think yeah Um, yeah. were, were you good at like selling stuff though i was good but I don't think, I think I was good because I was young. So people yeah. didn't take me too seriously. Like, oh, it's like a cute kid trying to sell us. I was like 15, 16. They're like, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Whereas I think it's like, as a grown man, I, I don't think people would have been as polite. Yeah, that's funny that you say that because like yeah, that sympathy thing really works because I was thinking, do you know what I should do? I should come back to the fringe next year and do the flying, but like bring my dog with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That would be like a, a similar thing. Yeah, I was going to say with your dog, I, I know that you have a Labrador. It would only yeah. work if you had custody for that amount of time. I, <laughs> yeah. know, I know that you share custody of your dog. Uh, ridiculous. Uh, can you please tell the listeners about how you give your dog to your ex-partner, how that works? Because I've heard this. It's yeah. fantastic. 
Yeah, so <laughs> we co-parent a dog. Right, we've shared the... We got the dog and then we, we were together for about a year after that and then we split up. And then I was supposed to take the dog and mm. I just felt so guilty because I knew he loved the dog. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I knew she loved him. And I was like, look, is it? I don't mind sharing the dog. Yeah, but obviously you don't want to be in touch with your ex, do you? Like, you're, no, you're trying to really. say... Do you know what I mean? So... What we came up with, so we didn't have to actually talk to each other, was um, <laughs> his uncle's a taxi driver. So yeah. his uncle like comes and picks the dog up and drops the dog <laughs> off like every week, it's and it's brilliant. just I. Uh, so like people are like, that's mental, but it really works for us. Like yeah, and she loves it. She's such a needy, needy dog that yeah, she needs like two different families. <laughs> she needs. She needs a. Yeah. She needs the the divorced parents to yeah. make it work. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. I just think people on the street looking past a taxi with just a dog in the back seat is a, a yeah. hilarious image to have. I know, I know. It's so funny. Like, and she just hops in. Like, I'll just yeah. open the door. Uh, like, I open my door. She runs out and hops into the taxi. And I've got a joke about it in my set. Like, my neighbors are all like, "Why is a fucking dog getting in a taxi? <laughs> like, what's going on?" We like nobody she, there. <laughs> she should be a bit more remorseful about leaving you. I mean, like at least pretend that she's going to miss you. You know? Oh no, she doesn't even look back. She doesn't yeah. even look back. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what a bitch! <laughs> Literally. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so great when I heard that, and uh, I, I'm very jealous of your dog. Two two Christmases, not a bad deal. I know, man. She gets spoiled <laughs> rotten, so she does. Yeah, yeah. but I know what really well. Plus, the fact like. It's really hard having a dog. Like, she, so I've got a Labrador, and she needs like walked four times a day. So oh, wow. it's like up in the morning for like her quick walk, and then you've got a big walk, then you've got a pre-dinner walk, then you've got a last walk. Oh, so that is a lot of effort. I so it's really good sharing. Like I would say, more people should share dogs. Yeah, like I've, not even like if you've yeah. split up or anything just like right okay i'm going to co-parent a dog with my friend yeah, or... have a timeshare with a dog yeah. six, six different families come together they share the dog yeah. two weeks a year it's perfect exactly and then you've got all the benefits of having a dog but like yeah. you, you can still go on holiday and stuff like that do you know what i mean yeah well it must be so hard for you because you're obviously gigging touring all the time yeah um, it must just be so hard to have a pet Exactly, and it's like she's a Labrador, so it's not as if she's like this dog I can just scoop up and like put yeah. in a handbag. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, yeah, it really works for. I mean, I was, I, I, I was, I talking to my friend who's also a comedian, and she's like mm. always touring and stuff, and she wants a dog, and I'm like, get yeah, it. I love big dogs. The bigger the dog, the better. But just get a small dog because it's just less maintenance. Yeah, traveling and stuff like Take that. Take them on flight because Europe's exactly. pretty good with dogs on flights. Whereas Australia, it's not really a thing that we do. Yeah, I think some flights even let you take them like on the actual plane, like in a seat. Yeah, I've, uh, I've seen that. Like you're allowed to take them on your lap, essentially. Yeah, it's it's yeah. ridiculous. I know. I love it. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's where everyone should be moving towards. That's the gold standard. I'm just like, whether the dog needs a shit like during the flight, yeah, what happens? Yeah. Do you take it out of the toilet? Like, yeah, you I, I guess you you hold it up over the toilet and hope for the <laughs> just, best. Just like walk it up and down the aisle and just have a yeah. little bag just to pick, pick it up. up. Uh, 
Oh, goodness. Um, we're going back to the perfume, though, because we can't forget about the worst job that you've had. Uh, yeah. But before we get your excuse, though, I did want to also mention that you've got a podcast as well, Material Girl. Yeah. Uh, and you start off every podcast with uh, a hormone update, which I think <laughs> one of the most unique ways to start a podcast. Um, what's, the, what's the podcast all about? So it was me and my friend Amanda started a comedy night that it's just like an all-female lineup, just because we're like, we never get to see each other because really like still, like bookers are really bad at putting more than two, eh, more than one person, one female on the lineup. So we never get to see our friends. So we thought we'll do a night where it's just all female and we can all just have a little chat. And so then we were yeah. like, why, why, don't we, why don't we do like a podcast? So we do the podcast as well and we just, talk rubbish we just talk absolute <laughs> shit but we yeah. started off with the hormone horoscopes which is a period tracking app um yeah. and we we just um we just see where we are in our cycle what kind of yeah. moods we're in <laughs> <laughs> it was funny just like turning on the podcast and the first thing you hear is yeah i've got a heavy flow today i was like oh okay <laughs> Yeah, it's a, surpri- so, a surprising start to the podcast. Yeah, people people know what they're saying. Very on brand. People know what they're, they're getting into when they're listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's great. Well, everyone should definitely uh, have a listen to Material Girl as well. I think you've got like eight eight episodes out now, eight or nine. Yeah, so only do like it monthly just because mm. Amanda is my co-host, Amanda Dwyer. She was doing a master's this year, so she had oh, wow. like l- no time. Yeah, uh, that's hard. Yeah, and I, I didn't have much time either, just work things. But the two years uh, are going to make an effort to put out fortnightly. I'm not interested enough to do like a weekly one either. <laughs> like, I've got nothing to oh, say. I, I don't know if I believe it that, but <laughs> it is a lot of effort, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, so you're, you're in the perfume store. You, you yeah. need to get out of work for today. So you need an excuse to chuck a sickie. What would be your excuse to get out of work for the day? Well, listen, right, that's funny you talk about period checking apps and stuff, right? <laughs> I feel if you've got, usually you're like we're living in a patriarchal society, right? <laughs> usually your chances are your boss is like a guy, okay? Mm. Um, like the best excuse to get out of anything is like just to like tell them you, like you've got a really, you're having a really bad period, period yeah. pains. Uh, and if they're like an older guy, chances are they don't want to hear it. So they'll just be like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to say, this is an excuse we've had before, but surprisingly only comes from women. And it's always an old white man that is the boss. That is yeah. always the way it works. It's like, you just know it's- they're not going to deal with it. Like there's not many like advantages of being a woman and the society that we live in, right? And I've got a joke about it in my set where it's like, oh, everyone's trying to make men more kind of comfortable talking about like periods and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, no, don't fucking do that. Then I won't be able to get out of anything. Yeah. <laughs> I want to like just keep them uncomfortable so that I can yeah. use this as an excuse. Oh, I think it's the way to go. Because it's, again, no follow-up questions. The key to a good excuse is no follow-ups you yeah. want people to be uncomfortable. The more yeah. uncomfortable, the better, because then they just leave you alone. Exactly, exactly. So I, I find that's that's pretty good. Unless okay, it's a, so- unless it's your boss is a woman and they're just like, <laughs> eh, actually, eh, I 
don't think you are there on your cycle. <laughs> we, we've synced up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she, and she would be like, I'm, I'm not due for another week or so, so you're definitely yeah. not ready. Uh, you used this excuse two weeks ago, so I don't think yeah. <laughs> Whereas with a male bus, you could use it every second week and they wouldn't yeah. think twice, right? Yeah, they'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, you've gotten out of work for today. You don't have to go to the perfume store. To start off the day just right, you need a song to pump you up. So I'm not okay. sure. You guys, I don't think you have Barocca in in Scotland. I, I'm not the sure. Barocca, oh, actually, the, you do. I, I bought drink? some in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. We... Well, I was on a hen weekend in Dublin yeah. and we were all so ill in the morning because we'd been out drinking the night before. So we mixed Barocca with vodka and I'm telling oh you. Oh my God, <laughs> that, is a, that is a game changer. That's what we're going to start it's, doing at the end of this podcast. It sorted us all out. It was yeah. <laughs> well, th- this section is called the Barocca Performance Pump Up Song because it's not right. a big night, it's a big day. So yeah. what would be your, this is just plain Barocca, no... No vodka with it this time, but what would be your Barocca song to pump you up for the day? Right, okay. Uh, anything by Beyonce. I think, well, anything okay. anything after Jay-Z cheated on her. Yeah, yeah okay. Like, yeah, the, the different different vibe after yeah. Solange has already gone off at Jay-Z. That's what yes. you want. That's the big... Quality music. I, I hate to say it, but like, it done her a favour. Like, yeah. She's just that little bit more jaded now. And our songs yeah. get a bit of like edge to them, um, but I uh, so I've basically just been paying Spotify. Uh, I think it's like a tenner a month to listen to Renaissance on repeat for a year. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> should have just bought what, it. What is what is your favorite song from that album? Because it's it's a great album. I'm still I still like Cuff It, even though yeah. it's when like TikTok, like uh, yeah. it's on TikTok, it's quite like that can make you hate a song. Yeah, um, without a doubt. I, or it can make you love it in in some very rare circumstances. Yeah. But the good, good thing about Renaissance, I don't know if you've listened to the album, like, uh, so the, the the songs all kind of merge into, there's never a yeah. break. Yeah, so, I, I have actually listened to the full album. Yeah, so it just feels like one big out. song. Yeah. It's, love it. She's just so talented as well. She's, um it's oh, just so good. How, how does she continue to do it? I I will I never understand. Know. I don't know. I, I love her. Like I'm so gutted I never got to go to that um tour. Uh, none yeah, of oh, my you've f- never never seen her. I saw her live once uh, years and years and years ago before Jay Z. Oh, before Jay Z. Nah, yeah. not worth it then. Uh, but uh, none of my friends are really into Beyonce, and I don't really want to go alone. So. Really? Your friends yeah. are... Who's not into Beyonce? I don't know. Well, this is the thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I think they're just having, like, babies and, like, they've got <laughs> yeah. real responsibilities so they kind of really keep up with the, the, the evolution of yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, baby or Beyonce. I don't know. I'm probably excited <laughs> towards Beyonce. Yeah, like, they kind of like her older stuff. And yeah, I'm like, okay. no, like, you don't understand. Like, did you know watch Lemonade? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lemonade, also great, but such a different oh, vibe from her earlier stuff. I love, love Lemonade. Uh, and I always think of it like, because that was, that was her response to Jay-Z, like, having affairs mm. and stuff. And I'm just like, how? So she worked, collaborates with other people. They must have all been, like, just sitting around a table, just being like, right, what's the best way to say Jay-Z's a piece of shit? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Without saying it explicitly, because we can't, can't do defamation here. 
Exactly. And then I always think, like, I wonder if Beyonce and Jay-Z are ever, like, out having a nice time and then, like, fucking Sasha <laughs> with a good hair song comes on and they're like, Jay-Z's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Just sit awkwardly there. <laughs> I mean, I'm still surprised they stayed together. I, I, I thought, surely, with, with an I album know. like Lemonade, you'd think that's probably enough to be like, hey, we probably should part ways. I know. I I I kind I've I've had people say they lost respect for her because all of her music before was about oh to the left to the left like chuck him out like get yeah. him the fuck do you know what I mean and then yeah. she stayed with him but I was like no I feel like like he's been kind of punished <laughs> yeah yeah if anything he's in like his own made version of hell <laughs> he he doesn't get to just walk away from this exactly anything- she's like you're fucking gone nowhere pal you're going yeah. nowhere. Uh, he so he's he's one of the part owners of of the Brooklyn Nets, which is a basketball team in in Brooklyn. Right. Okay. And I would love nothing more than if at a game they just played Lemonade start to finish because oh. there's enough time in the game, oh. and that would be that would be the <laughs> ultimate ultimate payback by Beyonce. Yes, it'd be like one of those like if you ever saw the dog shaming videos on yeah, yeah. online, like <laughs> oh who did this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Jay Z just sitting there like. <laughs> and they just they put it they put them on the big screens. It'd be perfect. All right, all right. just like boo. Okay. <laughs> uh, look, I think Beyonce is your pump up song. We actually haven't. I don't think we've had a Beyonce yet, which is very impressive. I would have really? thought there would have been more Beyonce as a pump up song, but anything yeah. after Jay Z, probably from Renaissance album, yeah. sounds great. Yeah, anything. Give me anything off of Renaissance. Apart from like the. Slow ones in the middle. They can get to fuck. I like the <laughs> but everything up. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, now you're feeling a bit peckish. So where would you go? Because you're from Glasgow. So where would you go yeah. in your local area for your perfect meal? Right, okay. I will get shot if I don't say this. Um, so my family have a, a cafe. <laughs> Sorry okay, for that. <laughs> okay. What's, what's the name of the cafe? It's called Gee's Peace right which is like a scottish um term and it just means give me peace as in go and go away and get so it's called geese peace and it's like a play on so peace in scotland is also sandwich oh okay great so yeah it's like great a little, title yeah it was great uh, so i'd go to geese peace uh, which is in Tollcross. That's a toll cross in Edinburgh as well, but there's one in Glasgow. Very different right. vibes. <laughs> what, what's the vibe of the toll cross in Glasgow? Oh, like, um, let's just say it's not gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's more the um, authentic Glasgow. Exactly, yes. <laughs> but I love, like, the East End of Glasgow. Uh, like, people are just so nice. And you really, mm. like, notice, like, when I go to the West End, I'm like, they just don't know how to have a bit of like back and forth and, yeah. and like those kind of hipstery cafes and stuff. Like it's just like quite miserable service. It's actually funny. I knew nothing about the East first West end in Glasgow before coming. <laughs> and there clearly is a very big difference between oh, the yes. hoity toity uh, West end and then the yeah. more, as we say, authentic East end. Yes. A hundred percent. It's like day and night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if if you're at Gee's Peace, what would you what would you eat there? Right. So they do like that is actually the good thing about it is like Gee's Peace is like has the charm of like the East End service, but like it would 
like West End's probably get better places to eat. This is like West End right. standard of food. Yeah, and it's so just, good quality food. Exactly. They do like uh, my brother's a chef, and my sister's a pastry chef. So everything's freshly made. Oh, goodness. They have yeah. like two two soups every day that change every day. There's people on their Instagram like, what's the soup tomorrow? Like they're pretty excited about yeah, <laughs> it. Um, they do loaded fries, different loaded fries every week. Um, so I that's uh, probably my most favourite loaded fries was the Big Mac ones. So they did like... Uh, oh, yum, like yeah, the ground beef and cheese. Ground beef, the way they like a little bit of gherkin and the yeah. cheese and the special sauce. And, oh, yeah, that's amazing. Oh, that- have you ever had cheeseburger spring rolls? Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. I feel like loaded fries, like anything with like the cheeseburger that shouldn't have it, like exactly. deconstructed, is just so yep. good. I've had a pizza with it as well, which really nice. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. actually had a cheeseburger pizza as well. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. But the spring roll thing, yeah, I had them in a place here. Called, oh, what's the name? I can't, I can't remember. Can't remember, but they do them somewhere in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're just so good. Look, I mean, surely this meal is well for you. It's got to be free. Like if it's your yeah. brother and sister <laughs> running the joint. Did you ever think about going into the into the family business? Do you know what? I, I <laughs> they need a delivery driver, so they do. Because yeah. uh, like, see, just eating delivery and all that, they take such mm. a big cut of your profit, and yeah. and they're not very reliable. Like one of the drivers ate someone's order, and no way. <laughs> Oh, that is, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I would have been fuming. Yeah, and like, it's really bad because like Just Eat put the financial burden on the company. So yeah. they have yeah, to pay yeah. for it, which is fine if you're like McDonald's and stuff. Like that doesn't really touch the sides. But like we're a small company, it's like really, really bad. So they were looking for a delivery driver and I was like, I kind of want to chuck comedy and like <laughs> become a delivery yeah. driver. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the two. I'm glad yeah. that you stuck with comedy though. I think that was the yeah, better no, choice. This, this is this is recently. This is this is like oh. this year. Yeah, because it's just oh, quite yeah. a new business. And I was like, ah, oh, don't worry, write a friend show. Maybe I should just chuck it all and become yeah. a delivery driver. The ultimate chucking a sickie is just giving up and becoming a delivery driver. A delivery driver, just listening to Beyonce. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it. that's a way. That's a way to get through Reina, Renaissance like 10 million times, you know. Exactly. <laughs> just delivery driver. <laughs> uh, that's great. Now, if you could go anywhere in the world for your perfect meal, do you have a place mm. in mind where you've had like the best meal that you've ever had? Yes. Uh, uh, there's been several, right? It's really hard to pick. Um, okay. What, what are the options here? What are we talking? I had like the best paella in Barcelona. Um, yeah, that that tracks. Are amazing. we talking veggie paella or are we no, talking no, seafood? Seafood. Get, get all the seafood in there. This yeah. is the thing. None usually when I'm going away, it's with like my sister and my mom and all that, and they don't like seafood, so I can never get a paella because it's like always for two people. Yeah, but, it's uh, always was, huge. Yeah, I was with my ex and he really liked seafood, so I was like, let's get paella every night. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't get sick of it after a while. No. No, just just sick of that. him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should have split up like like a long time before that. But I had my paella partner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? It makes makes sense. You got you got to have someone to share the paella with. You know? 
<laughs> yeah. All right, so Bayer is one option in, in Barcelona. Yeah. What are the other options? I went to New York and I went to this Italian and I got also Buco for the first time, uh, okay. which is like the shin of a cow. <laughs> um, I've never heard of this. It's like it, marinated shin. It's like the shin and it's like slow cooked. Uh, oh. And all the marrow inside the bone comes out as well. And it's Yum. just... Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, I've, that sounds really good. Marrow is very underrated. I think it's love, quite delicious. Well, I could just like... I remember being in Paris and just they give you like marrow and bread and salt. Yeah. Yeah. And you just Great combo. Eat a loaf of fat. Yeah. So yeah. it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially just ghee at the end of the day. Like it's just butter. Oh, I know. Oh, amazing. I love yeah. fat. Oh, it's I mean, it makes everything better. You have a bit of fat, yeah. bit of salt, perfect. Yeah. There's some people that don't like fat though. Like they cut the fat off their bacon and like oh, really? they don't like butter and stuff, and I'm like, no. I've I've seen I've seen the bacon cutting. I've never seen the not butter. Everyone yeah. loves butter. Well, funny you mentioned that. There's people that go to my sister's like Geese Piece uh, cafe yeah. and they order like a rolling bacon, no fat, no butter. And I'm just like, no, no you're bald. The, you're bald. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. want your custom. Don't, don't come back. It's not worth it. It's it a bad precedent. If you go to a shop and see someone eating that, I think yeah. you'd be a bit worried. You'd be yeah, like, I don't know like, what's, quite, what's going on in this place. Exactly. Like, don't yeah. people thinking that's what you serve up. <laughs> yeah, oh, dangerous. Do you, is there a third option or is it just between the two? Yeah, well, the third option is like, the best pizza I ever had, and I've been to Italy before, but the best one I ever had was in Nice. Um, oh, that this because I've had a lot of people say pizza. Best mm -hmm. pizza in Italy is their go-to meal, but yeah. Nice French nice. pizza. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it probably was Italians that they were making it, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that that's just the bit they gave you like half a pizza, but it was like giant and. Oh, oh yeah. I go back. I, I was actually yeah. supposed to go to Nice uh, a few years ago, but then that terrorist attack happened. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and so we got our holiday changed to like Spain, and so it's really got selfish. Paella, paella, <laughs> but, but no, no pizza. No pizza. I was really looking forward yeah. to the pizza. That terrorist yeah. really ruined that. <laughs> yeah, mate, mate, quite inconvenient for you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, out of those three, if you had to pick one, is there any that takes a cake, or they're all evenly spread? I go back to the also buco, I think, because mm. I've tried also buco in other places, and it's never been as nice as this that one. I really thought you were going to go for the pizza paella. That the New York choice surprised me. Yeah. But it no, must have been good. Yeah, it was. It's never been recreated since. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think the things that you get one off that you've never found as good are the things that stick with you forever. Yeah. It probably wasn't even as good as I'm imagining it to be. Like, I'd probably yeah, go back it's... and be like, eh, it's, it's all right. <laughs> well, this, this is something that we've said on the podcast before. I think it's kind of better to... To something, if you love it, only have it once and then never again. Yeah. Because then it yeah. might spoil the memory and that's the worst thing. Yeah. And like, actually recently this happened to me. I went somewhere and I got scallops. It was a writer's room we were doing. It was a fancy writer's room. We were allowed to yeah. order off of like the hotel menu. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I was like, scallops, got it. Beautiful. Next day, ordered the scallops again. It must have been a different chef and 
It was oh, just, it was just no. awful. Yeah, it's not worth it. Okay, no. we'll we'll keep the New York option as a memory. Opposed, yeah. they're, they're going to recreate it perfectly. <laughs> I'm sure. <coughs> to finish the day, like Ferris Bueller, you've got to have an afternoon activity. So, if you could do anything with anyone to finish off your perfect day, what activity would you do? Ah, oh, this is really hard. Like, I don't really want to meet any of my heroes or anything like that. So, yeah, I'm quite happy. It just me and my dog do something. <laughs> okay, uh, that's great. Well, what's your dog's name? Uh, Annie. Annie. So what would yeah. you and Annie do? Uh, well, listen, I would like, she's been for a spa before, like a doggy spa. No, you're kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you guys went together to the spa and she well, had a dog. Right? And... No, I dropped her off at the spa and she just got her. But I would like a spa <laughs> where you can go with your dog. The two of you get treatments together yeah yeah you both have the cucumbers <laughs> on your face yes oh, be... yes See, and then look, if you want another jacuzzi. viral tiktok that's the way to do it you and annie on a spa day would just be yeah. hilarious yeah and like yeah like i know there's doggy spas and there's human spas but let's merge them together do them together i've yeah. got to ask what the hell do you do at a doggy spa like what are they doing well, they can get like um. Well, obviously they they wash them and all that, don't they? And yeah. Like, yeah. They uh, she got like a mud treatment thing. Like, um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most dogs get mud treatment just on a rainy day. They find a puddle. It's great. <laughs> I know. I mean, what are we doing to dogs, man? It's it's terrible. Like you can get their yeah. nails clipped. You can get their nails painted. It's called a podicure. Oh um, God. Yeah. Great. I never I never got hers painted. I just got them clipped. Um, yeah. Okay. But she uh, had the the mud treatment and she had a, a yeah. wash. And then they put a little bow on them after it oh, and take yeah. a picture and put it up on their social media. Oh, the, um. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of really good uh, like Instagram and TikTok channels that do dog grooming. And yeah. on a, it's fantastic. I love watching them. Yeah. My partner actually introduced me to them and it's just great. But I, mean, look, I know the dogs it's are insane. so happy and yeah. it's so wholesome. Like, yeah, it just it really makes me think like what's what's next for dogs because I feel like they're essentially yeah. doing everything humans do now. Yeah, it's 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 not right. It's not right. Uh, there is mm. like people we I'm pretty sure like there's five star hotels for dogs and places. Yeah, there like, are. Yeah, in in America they've got a few of them. Yeah, like obviously, uh, obviously America. But... I know, I know, and I'm really you don't want to get down that road. Do you? No, it's, uh, I mean, I think dogs have a good enough life as it is, most exactly. of them anyway. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Like, they're just yeah, happy to be there. Exactly. And I think a spa day with your dog, you know, you get matching robes, you can both get little bows at the end. I think it'd be <laughs> yeah. a great way to spend the day. And there'd be like a wee jacuzzi, like a wee, a wee pool, you can have a wee swim around. And yeah. Be nice. Oh, that would be fantastic. Chukasuki. <coughs> That sounds like a pretty jam-packed day. Let me let me recap your perfect day for you, and you can tell me how it's how it sounds. <laughs> so, you start off the day at House of Phrases, uh, where you're a perfume sprayer. Uh, but thankfully, you're getting out of work for today because <laughs> you've just got a bad period. Simple as yeah. that. Your white male boss doesn't want to deal with it. <laughs> he just wants you to get the hell out. So you put on Renaissance. You listen to the whole album, but really any music by Beyonce after she che- after Jay Z cheated <laughs> on her will take and then you're going to, you're going to geese piece uh your brother and sister are going to give you a free fee get some soup get those loaded big mac fries which yes. sounds honestly i'm going to hunt them down i need to try <laughs> these 
<laughs> and then you're finishing off the day with a spa day with none other than Annie, your Labrador. You get the cucumbers, you get the robes and, and the bow tie. How did that sound for your perfect day off? So I'm going to cry. It sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so good. I'm going to make this happen. I need to go I mean, back. Your, I need to go yours back is to very practical. Yeah, okay, maybe not the perfume spray, but the rest of it, very feasible, I think. Yes, A yes. very doable, perfect day. I'm waiting yeah. I'm waiting for the time where people start doing their perfect days off because I'm excited to see those photos. Oh, my God. I mean, God. you and Annie at a spa day. Sounds great. I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to Please. get in touch. <laughs> yeah, I, I cannot wait. Susan, thank you so much for coming on Chucking a Sicky. Uh, we really hope you come to Australia soon and, and good luck. Oh, I'd love to, man. I'd love to. And thanks for having me on. I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> well, there you have it. The perfect day off for Susan Riddle. A private taxi for dogs is a fantastic business idea, but only outdone by a, by a sauna for humans and dogs to do together. It would be absolutely fantastic. I cannot wait for Susan to roll out these ideas. I also cannot wait to try out her family restaurant in, in Glasgow. I'm going to have to go there next time I go. Make sure to follow Susan on the socials to hear all about her upcoming gigs at Susan Riddle Comedian. Make sure to grab tickets to her shows when you can. And also make sure to follow us and give us a rating, review and subscribe at Chucking a Sicky Podcast and join us next week for another perfect day off on Chucking a Sickie.